In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. It's a Thanksgiving pre-show and I'm here with Fred Gretham. Fred, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Paul. What is your plan on this pre-Thanksgiving evening? Well, I have my daughter and her husband and daughter in town and we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving over at my sister's tomorrow. Um, we usually every other year get together with all, I have three kids and their families this year. Two of the three are going to their other side of their family. And so this year we're just going down to my sister's and kind of catching up with the, with the folks and have a, relax, a relaxing day away from football as far as the Browns. Okay, so you won't be watching all three games on Thanksgiving? Um, they'll be on. Um, yeah, I don't – I get enough of it unless it affects the Browns or their standings. I don't devote my Thanksgiving to football. To be honest, I wouldn't probably watch it much at all, but it ends up – it always seems like there's fantasy implications <laughs> and I end up watching games that I otherwise wouldn't watch just to see how that's going. That's a good point, Fred. I'll do my fancy tonight. Make sure it's a a good one versus teams playing tomorrow. So, yeah, makes sense. And uh, Fred, you're at Bria today. That's correct. How was the atmosphere in Bria today? Uh, it's pretty much um, business as usual. the The guys seem to be locked in. Talked to Baker Mayfield and oh. OBJ and Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Joel Batonio, all those guys, you know, they're treating this like a playoff game. They're expecting it to be playoff atmosphere. And Mayfield, you know, he has always thrived being the, you know, kind of the, the guy, the villain. And he says that that's just his mentality. He expects to play well. You know, he's, you know, back in his days, he said when he went to Lubbock, he, he don't think it could get as bad in Pittsburgh as it was when he went to Lubbock when he was in college, when he went back to the school that he had started out with and, and what he faced there in front of, you know, the fans. So it'll be interesting. You know, the Browns, they, they feel that they're in a playoff mode every game. It's kind of one and done, you know, mathematically, if they lose, they're still in it for a wild card, but, um, they're treating it like we just need to win each week. And so far it's worked three weeks in a row. So I expect them to be focused. I think that they'll, they'll, they should win this game unless, unless they totally self-destruct. And um, what did OBJ say today? I haven't watched the video yet or listened to it. Talking similar, you know, the, you know, that the rivals, he don't get, he thinks rivalries are, a little bit more for fans than they are for players. And um, he just talked about, you know, I put a video up 
a clip on Twitter at Fred Greetham today of, of uh, why he thinks the offense is clicking. He just feels like they're now getting more and more comfortable in the offense. And, you know, and I think that a lot of the, the theme is Kareem Hunt's addition has just opened up the offense. You know, you got Chubb and Hunt. They went for 210 yards last week between them. And then that opens up Landry and Beckham. They went for 232 yards. So that's the a glimpse, I think, of the offense and what we really should be seeing. I was expecting to see it long before last week. And I really think if they – and it all starts with Baker Mayfield. If he, as the trigger man, can get the ball to those guys in sync, um, there's no reason they can't put up 30 points a game. And that should really carry the load you know, the rest of the season. What, what will the players be doing then on Thanksgiving? Will they go in and train as normal or will they have a day off, do you think? Well, they're going to have a normal day. It's um, Normally, the media, it's open on Thanksgiving. They closed it down this year, so there's no availability for us. But the players are pretty much business as usual. Freddie Kitchens did say he's moving everything up an hour to start earlier so they can get done an hour earlier. So they've normally been practicing about 10, well, about 11.30. So that means they're probably going to practice about 10.30 to 12.30 instead of getting done at 1.30. So after meetings, I think they're going to try to get out of there in the afternoon a little earlier tomorrow. There was some news today. I can go into that. Um, Olivier Vernon was practicing today. Oh, great. He was listed as limited. I also put a video of him up there uh, going through individual drills on Twitter. Um, he looked a little gingerly moving. I think it could be just because he hasn't practiced since November 3rd, since the Broncos game. But I think, I think there's a good chance he's going to play. And Larry Ogunjobi's back after six suspension. He's ready to go. So they should get those two guys back. I also expect David Njoku to be back. I put a clip of him catching some passes. He wants to play. Thought he was ready last week. I think he'll play this week. I just think that uh, Kitchens is just kind of holding out and and uh, trying to make the Steelers guess a little bit. But so you should have three guys back, at least two of them. If not Vernon, that could be a big boost. A uh, little bad news is uh, Greg Robinson left tackle came into. Berea this morning and complained of concussion-like symptoms. He was put into the NFL's concussion protocol. He missed practice today. That means now it's up to an independent doctor to clear him. And generally, um, it's been my experience that guys usually don't get cleared within a couple days. So if he isn't cleared by Friday, he's not going to play this weekend. So you're probably going to see Justin McCray. Um, who started when Robinson was benched. He played pretty well against the Patriots. He did give up a sack in that game, but he'll probably be the starter. Yeah, and um, you don't think Lamb will play on the, on that tackle side? Do you think it'd definitely be uh, McGray? Yeah, I mean, if they started him in place of Robinson before, I think that would be what they would do because Lamb was healthy that week. Um, and I haven't seen any indication or there's been no indication, you know, otherwise. In fact, earlier in the year, um, 
McRae started at right tackle in place of Hubbard for a play or two, and and so or when they re, they ran an extra tackle. So I think they favor uh, McRae over Lamb at this point. What about Forbes? Do you think he may get some game time? Well, they went out of their way to get him active by waving Greg Robinson. I remember that was a strange. Uh, they asked Robinson to allow him to release him and clear waivers and then re-sign him back at a procedural move. That allowed them to put Forbes on the injured reserve designated to, re, to return. So they really wanted to bring him back this year, and they did. So I think that they right guard or at one of the tackle places. He played tackle in college, but it's hard for me to believe that they'll pull a fast one and throw him in at left tackle you know, against the Steelers. So I wouldn't expect his NFL debut to be against the Steelers, although a year ago, Hugh Jackson did that with Desmond Harrison. If you remember, he had never played in the preseason, and the week of the first game against the Steelers, he put Harrison at left tackle um, in that game. So I expect it to be McCray, you know, without Robinson. Well, where will you be watching the game on Sunday? I'll be at Heinz Field in the press box, uh, you know, making the trip over Sunday morning. Go to that one every year. Um, <laughs> with the fireworks a couple weeks ago, it's kind of a must-see type game, you know, that I really think there's going to be so much hype about it that there won't be really any problems on the field. Three of the four principals in that brawl are not playing. You know, Rudolph's been benched. Um, obviously, Garrett is, is suspended, and Pouncey is suspended this game. So the only one playing is Ogunjobi, and I really think that I expect and hope that it's much to do about nothing. Um, I think the, the Browns' offensive line realizes they need to really protect Step and protect Mayfield so you know somebody doesn't go at him. And, and I'm not saying a cheap shot, but hit him hard, you know, and uh, – and so we'll see, but it should be it should be interesting to say the least. Fred, it may be an opportunity where we finally meet. Uh, I'll be out on the Steelers, so uh... yeah, you know, I can you can text me or I can text you as we we're parking right at the stadium there across the street. So you know, I don't know where you'll be, but let's let's give it a shot. I'm flying into New York on Friday night, driving up through the night to Pittsburgh, so I'll be there from Saturday at some point. What do you reckon the Browns will go? Do you reckon they're going to go 10-6? and six? You know, they have to run the table. I think that'll be very difficult. I think there's – you know, I said that there was three games that I think are pretty much given wins, Miami and the two Cincinnati's, which when I said that, they were three and six. So I figured that would put them at six and six. Um, and as far as um, – the four left were the two Steeler games and Baltimore and Arizona. They already beat the Steelers once. So that puts them at seven and six in my mind. The season hangs on three games. This Steelers game, the Cardinal game, and the Raven game. I think they have to if they win if they were to win out and win their last eight and finish ten and six, they definitely will make the playoffs. If they lose one of them and finish nine and seven, I'm not so sure. Right now, they're one game out of the second wild card. They're behind the Steelers, who if they win this week, they'll knock that out. The, the Raiders 
play the Chiefs this week. They're a game behind the Raiders. And then you have the Colts and the and the Titans play each other, and they're both one game ahead. So one of them will get beat. You almost want the Colts to win because the Titans have the tiebreaker over the Browns because of that opening day game. And so all things being equal, I think the Browns are in a pretty good uh, position to to put to control their own destiny. the The game that I worry about is out in Arizona. The Cardinals are kind of sneaky, and they're playing pretty good lately. And Kyler Murray's pretty pretty elusive. And on the road, out on the West Coast, could be a, a trap type game for them. So it it will be interesting. They're making it interesting, but it's all moot point if they don't take care of business with the Steelers. But if they beat the Steelers, I can see them, you know, taking care of the Bengals. And then it'll be pretty exciting December 22nd, you know, to play the the Ravens in the last home game at, at the stadium if they're sitting at eight and six or, you know, even, you know, even if they were seven and six or whatever you'd be at that point. I guess you'd be um, with two games to go. Yeah, you'd be eight and six if you win your games up through going into the final two with, with Baltimore at home and then Cincinnati on the road to finish. So I think they can do it. I mean, I don't see any team that's unbeatable. I mean, the Steelers, there's no way the Browns should lose the Steelers. They should be able to outscore the Steelers, even with that defense over there. And uh, Cincinnati, there's no reason to lose to those. You should beat them both times. So you really have to, you know, I think at least split the Arizona-Baltimore game. And it'd be nice to win them both. But if Baltimore doesn't need the game because they're going to win the division, that would bode well for the Browns if they rest guys. But I don't know if they'll rest them two weeks before the season's over. So. It's, it's interesting to play meaningful football in late December. Yeah, it's going to be hopefully a nail-biting end and uh, with a successful story. But last question for me is, Fred, you've got to tell me, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, it's, I like, you know, the, the traditional, the Thanksgiving turkey. I like cornbread stuffing. I have an aunt who makes uh, cornbread pudding. It's kind of good. I only have it usually at, at uh, Thanksgiving. But I'm all about the pie. I'm a pecan, pumpkin pie guy. And I could just dabble on the, the basic food and get it, get the pie going. You know, that's what I'm all about. Well, look, Fred, have a great four days off or three days off. You'll be working on Sunday. And uh, Telegram, where can we find your details? Yeah, get me on Twitter at Fred Greetham, F-R-E-D-G-R-E-E-T-H-A-M, or go to the OBR.com. We have everything broken down there. We got you wall-to-wall, all your Browns information. Excellent, Fred. Well, have a great day. Regards to your family. Go Browns. All right, thanks. Thanks for having me. We'll see you.